0: Praise the Lord. Welcome to the broadcast today. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. This is our Hebrews Bible study. We're in chapter 4, so go ahead and get your Bibles out and get ready to follow along with us today as the Lord guides us into more truth found in His Word. Oh Lord, show us the wonderful truths of Your Word. I believe He'll do it. That's what He wants to guide us into His. Jesus. Hallelujah. And we'll look at more of that in just a few moments. These broadcasts are held here every Monday and Thursday morning, our Hebrews Bible study at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, live on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page and the Curtis Hutchinson 316 YouTube channel. You can find it all uploaded in those places after we're done and the website, thecrosswaychurch.com which I'm excited now to announce that we've put our products. We don't have a lot of products, but there will be more in the days ahead. But what we do have uh, is now on the website, you just click on the Home tab, and then there's a Store tab, and you can see the things that are offered there. The book, All God's Works Are Done in Truth, and about 10... CD sets there that we've done throughout the last few years that will just bless you tremendously as you look at God's Word in light of Calvary and you will be blessed. Hallelujah. This weekend, Robin and I will be with Pastors Colton and Casey Hill in wichita falls texas and then a couple of weeks later on the 5th and 6th of june robin and i and the peace family uh, and a couple of other folks are going with us there to sydney ohio pastor preston nasal his church there the preeminent word fellowship and we'll be there teaching on saturday the 5th at 10 a.m. and 5 p.m. And then Sunday morning, I believe Pastor Preston and I will do a, as we did last time, a sit down discussion on that Sunday morning. So if you're anywhere in those two areas, Make sure you come out and be a part of this last day's great move of God among those who God is bringing back to their first love, back to the the way of the cross, His only way of righteousness. Hallelujah. And you will be blessed. Glory to God. Last Thursday and Friday, we uh, made an offer. Those who uh, give uh, a donation of $50 or higher, they get a a, a coffee mug that we have. I I like it. It, It's it's on the side of it. It says, We March On, and it says, Curtis Hutchinson Ministries, and a new little coffee mug there, something to have. So you can think of us more often and pray for us when you do. Plus, you'll get the CD entitled Blameless Before Him, something I recently ministered. And uh, you'll get those uh, gifts for an offer, a donation, an offering of $50 or more. But that's only taking place today and tomorrow. And uh, that's it. It's off the table after that. So make sure uh, you want that cup and that CD to be a blessing to help us do what God's called us to do. And one of those things is to be here on Mondays and Thursday mornings at 8.30 a.m. to present the truth of God's Word in its righteous context to you. That means pointing to Calvary in every session. Hallelujah. And on Friday mornings at 9 a.m. we began a new teaching. Uh, we've got three sessions already behind us. It's called Bible Faith in the Light of the Cross. You can find those on the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, or the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, or you can scroll back all the way back on the Pastor Curtis Facebook page, and we're excited to be here this day. Got some good stuff. Know the Lord's going to bless us, as I've already said. He's going to impart truth in the word of God into our hearts and I'm thankful for that today. This is Hebrews chapter 4. This is part 10 of this particular chapter we're in. And I encourage you to go back, find our Galatians and Ephesians and and uh, all the, the 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 book of all those 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 letters uh, that we the, the books of the Bible that we have covered verse by verse. And one more thing before we dig in: if you're not my Facebook friend, I have two pages, Curtis Hutchinson and Pastor Curtis. Every morning around seven thirty, we post a scripture. We're in Hebrews ten right now, verse one verse a day in light of Calvary. And, uh, and 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 we're in, in the other uh, page, my Curtis Hutchinson page, we've endeavored here a couple of weeks ago to begin one verse a day in the book of Psalms in light of Calvary. Praise God. That's what our focus is on, that's what our boast is in, and nothing nothing else than the cross, nothing less than God's righteousness. In Christ Jesus, through His precious blood shed for us. Hallelujah. God is bringing right now a remnant out of the religious calf, golden calf building idols all back to their first love. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I'm so glad you're a part of that. There, listen, there is a move of God right now taking place. Do not miss it. Do not miss it. It is not what you've planned. It is not what you've imagined that cars are going to line up to get in your church or in your town. No. It's God right now bringing His people back to faith in the cross alone where we become determined to know nothing other than Christ and Him crucified. Hebrews chapter 4. Let's again today back up in verse 11. Scratch our feet, dig in, and get a running start so we can already have some traction when we get to where we're headed today. Uh, And I just believe the Lord is going to not only impart the truth to our hearts, but to those who stay hungry and thirsty for His righteousness. He's going to work miracles in the midst of, of our lives, our families, our community. He's going to perform great and mighty things among those He can Find that we'll believe Him. Hebrews 4:11, let us therefore, let us labor, therefore. And we learned in verse 3: the way we labor is to believe. Go back and listen if you've missed it. That's how. we labor. That's how the church labors. If it's not through believing in Christ and what he's done at Calvary then it's just us laboring and we're not laboring by the grace of God, laboring by the spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit at work in us. So let us labor therefore to enter into that rest, that rest that God is still promising to those that will believe and keep believing to keep entering into lest any man fall. Example of unbelief. The only place you can fall into unbelief from is a place you have been of believing. So we know here that we that have believed, we have entered into that rest, but we're called to continue to believe, to continue to enter into that rest, and so that we won't fall believing and rest. Verse 12, because the way Is quick, that means alive, and powerful, and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And this gets confusing if you're not really a student of the word, for you can lay a Bible, you can lay a Bible, it's not going to sit there and read your mind. But the Word of God written on the pages of our Bibles is in the context Jesus said of Him, the living Word, the Word that is God, and the Word that was made flesh, John chapter one. There's no mysticism and magical powers of a, of, of an actual, just a book laying here. The book are you, but when we see the what's written on the pages of the Bible in the person, and the what is about, the one that said the volume of the book is written of me, the one that said search the scriptures for they testify of me, the one that claims he's the light, yet the Bible says thy word is a light to my path, and Jesus shows up and says I am that light, hallelujah. It's got, you've all We'll see even more clearly today in this with a little something extra in this session that you cannot separate what's written from the living Word of God. And we see that this scripture is talking about Jesus Christ as the living Word of God. There are those over the uh, over the the, the the years of existence for the church who's tried to turn quoting the word into some magical power, your declaration of the word. You just go choose a word and you start quoting it and you have this power. That's witchcraft, that's voodoo, that's that's unbiblical. That, Satan is behind all that. Do you hear me? Satan is behind all that. Uh, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what's already been spoken. We live by faith, uh, but we live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. How do you rightly divide those two scriptures? Well, you have to believe with the heart what God has said. And when what God has said is functioning in your life according to the word, bearing forth the fruits of the word, the fruits of righteousness, then you'll find yourself believing properly. And, and, And the way that happens in the most simple form and should be said in every to help keep God's people on the right path, letting them know they are eating from the right table, is that every word God has spoken is in righteousness. And His righteousness is only revealed in the gospel. That's Proverbs 8 and 8 and Romans 1, 16 and 17. You need to write those down. You you really need to be able to quote can help the millions today in the church who are confused and running in circles and trying every new golden calf fad that comes inside the church walls every year. You need to be able to quote those scriptures and cause them to have to... After you've made them mad, I understand. I understand about quoting scriptures and and, and Christians becoming angry because you've interfered with what their flesh is going after. But those who God, those who are looking for the truth of God's word, they will go look at what you've told them. If they don't go check it out, they're not after truth anyway. So until they until they get to the place where they're after truth, they're not going to be able to be led by the Spirit because that's all He's trying to teach them. That's all. That's all. To but He can't do that unless He can teach them the truth, and He can't do that unless they want to hear the truth. But if it's just to be in a church and meetings and and, and all these things and just to be a part of a social group and there's no search for truth there, then they're not going to listen to us anyway. But you just keep sharing it, my friend. You just keep sharing the truth of God's Word. Not just Scripture, but Scripture in its context, which is righteousness, which is the truth of who Jesus is and what He did at Calvary. Watch this now. So, laboring to enter into the rest, continued entering into the rest, is going to take us understanding the avenue of this is the powerful. This is how believing. But Verse thirteen says, "Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in His sight." Here we go. Possibly of thinking it's just what's written on the pages. To here mentioned is the living Word of God. That is God that became flesh and dwelt among us. The Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Get involved would be increasing in the last days. Thank God for computers and smartphones and all the things and, that we have that, that knowledge has increased. But God's main focus through Daniel saying that in the last days knowledge would be increased is the knowledge that counts. The knowledge of the Son of God. Hallelujah. The increase, that knowledge, the excellency of that knowledge that Paul said, I'm listen, I'm counting everything else as dung and loss for the sake of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ. The knowledge that is excellent. What does that mean? The knowledge that excels me on into the will of God, which is more rest and more peace, hallelujah, and more knowledge and 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 more the Lord in my heart. More and a thirst for his righteousness, more of him, hallelujah, glory to God, knowledge that increases. So watch this now. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all unto the eyes of him, twice, of him, will... In the last session, we covered the meaning of this, what it really says here, because we can't, we don't know what that means, with whom we have to do. You, when you study this, you will find it, if you'll just take the time to look, look into it, it really says here, with whom we must give an account to, because we all are going to do that. Those who don't believe in Christ well, unfortunately, it didn't matter what they did believe in. Most people today think it just as long as we're believing in something, whatever the higher power is out there is going to honor that. that. That couldn't be farther from the truth. And hell is enlarging itself, Isaiah said, because it's filling up with those that God didn't even create hell for, men and women. It's filling up with men and women who thought they'd just serve their own God. They'd just find a, a unity and agreement together and make their own covenant with death, hell, and the grave. And, and it was either Isaiah or Jeremiah. Jeremiah says that it doesn't matter how, what kind of an agreement you have with each other, what kind of covenant you have. And even if you shake on it, Jeremiah says, it, it's not going to stand in the end. It's going to collapse because there's only one covenant between God and man, and that's the man, Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, giving Himself as the Lamb of God, the shedding of His blood, His life's blood, for the forgiveness of our sins. Everything else we've made up and tried to make a a way, try to believe in, God is rejecting it. Go back and read the story of Cain and Abel. It's still the same today. It's, it's still the same today. I heard a, 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 a Christian preacher on the radio just a couple of weeks ago say the reason God rejected Cain's sacrifice is because the motive of his heart when he gave it was wrong. That, that's what he said. I, I couldn't believe I was hearing that. Uh, although, I mean, I guess I can because the, the, the man, listen, Cain's heart the motive of his heart absolutely it was wrong but it was wrong because his what he offered to God was wrong and the preacher didn't even say anything about that he the preacher made it sound like even if he would have offered it didn't matter what he was offering if his mo if the motive of his heart would have been right we got to be careful who we're listening to these preachers are they're, they're not of our Father in heaven. Those people are not of our Father in heaven. Those that are of our Father, those who've been called and elected and set aside, they've been called and elected and set aside by the grace of God. Jesus did it. Calvary. He tasted death by the grace of God for all men. Hebrews two and nine, and we're saved by that grace through faith. No other. We're saved. We're called. Set apart through that avenue and that alone. Everyone else has simply set themselves apart under the influence of satanic lies. We need to remember that and we need to share those things. Yes, most all are going to get mad when they hear that. But you have to get mad before you get glad, before you realize you're wrong. And hopefully some of those people will run and search the scriptures to find out where they've been wrong. That's what I had to do. Years of sitting around throwing my spiritual two cents in when spiritual matters would come up here and there on the job and here and there and, and everyone would throw their two cents in and then one day when I opened the Bible and began to read and study I, this, this amazing thing happened. I realized we had all. But what's right is right on the pages of the Bible. Nobody wants to study. Nobody wants to seek the Lord except on their own terms. You know what that means. When I want, how I want, where I want, why I want, and with whom I want. That's our own turn. <clears throat> Amen. Watch this now. That Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight. Whose sight? The Word of God. That's alive. Jesus But all unto the eyes of him, who's him? The living word of God, the one who's quick, alive, and powerful, with whom we must give an account to. Now watch. Once Once we begin to see that the word of God, the written word of God, can never be separated from the living Word of God, Jesus Christ, and what He did at Calvary. If our Bible sessions do not end up, if they do not point us to Calvary and cause us to be found trusting more in that work at Calvary, that righteous work, then we didn't hear properly. We either didn't hear the right thing or we didn't hear it from a right heart, a believing heart. A surrendered heart, a broken heart. We need to understand these things. Then if we understand that the, the, the written word of God is what we have to believe to continue to enter into this rest, <clears throat> it's got to be in the a faith in, yes, what's written on the pages of the Bible. but it can't be separated from the person and the work of the living Word of God, that we see here, it's talking about. Watch this now. Once we reach that understanding, and we are called to follow Christ, and when we follow Christ, that means we're going to continue in His Word, and we're going to be found learning these things. And then we get to verse 14. I like it when uh, the first word of a few verses in the New Testament start out with Seeing. I like that because what we're reading and studying is only going to be understood and carried out in the lives of those who see, those who've been given eyes to see, and we only see through. I'll say that again. There is no spiritual eyesight even for the Christian outside of faith, exclusive faith in the blood, All is of men and not of God. Outside of the avenue of faith in Christ and His shed blood on the cross, His death, the work He carried out at Calvary, is only there is not going to be wisdom. There is not going to be understanding. There's not of God's understanding in men's wisdom. Jesus told Nicodemus, "You can't enter the kingdom." of God or even see it until you're born again. Write it down. It's John chapter 3 verses 3 through 5. You can't enter the kingdom or even see it until you're born again. The born again experience takes place exc- in one way. Just one Believing and trusting in Christ Jesus as the Son of God, dying for the forgiveness of our sins and to bring us into the family of God, and He was raised on the third day to prove that what He did at Calvary really worked, and that your faith is in Him, and you're born again, and you're. Wow, and you see everything differently. But Peter writes, in 2 Peter 1 9, that if we forget we were purged from our old sins, we'll go blind again, which is another comfort, us Christians. Boy, he's talking to when he writes. Another confirmation that we don't just enter in one time, we get in. We th- th- listen, and I and I've used this, listen carefully when I come to your house and you invite me in, you say, you know, enter. I, I enter in and then you say, enter on in. That's probably not the words you'd use, but you'd say, well, come on in and have a seat. Come on back here and let's get us a glass of tea. Come on in. Come on in. And the Lord is trying to say to His church, come on in. Don't go blind in the process because if you do, you're not entering in and you're not going to rest. I've watched over the last two or three years people get so attracted and entangled in worldly affairs that they're struggling right now. They've allowed other things to come in and become more important to them than the simple fight of faith, the simple process of entering in into this place of rest. My friends, you and I can get distracted very easy for all even try to spiritualize it. But at the, end of the, at the end of the day, if we're not walking with the Lord according to the word of the Lord, bearing forth the fruit of the Lord, we've missed it. And others see it. Others know it. Others recognize it. We try to write it off with super spiritual. Well, I'm just in a place. I guess they're not right now. That may be true, but that most, for the most part, is an excuse to to uh, be moved. Once burned in our hearts to study the word, to be in prayer, and the devil begins to tell it. Well, you just th- you, you've really you've been under. We're under grace. We don't do what we do to try to be right with God. We do what we do because God has made us right with him by the blood of his son. Watch this now. Verse 14. now, In the context of the person and the work of Christ, the living word of God, now we're ushered into a this light we see him as our great high priest Jesus came as a servant and gave his life he was actually operating as the great high priest when he came he offered not animal blood but he offered the very blood of his own life on Calvary's cross and that was The mediator between God and men. He is forever the great high priest of God. He is forever. Watch the of God. If you see that, watch this now. We're going to read this again. I, you got to get this today. Father, impart it to our hearts, fresh and anew today, in the name of your Son Jesus. In this time, right that we have. it. I'm not talking about say it. I'm not talking about uh, just nonchalantly agree with me. You have got to see this. He's passed into the Son of God. Seeing then, if we see this, our profession of faith are we going to hold fast our profession that to enter on into this rest? Glory There is a remnant. We all hit one. We uh, all uh, stagger around occasionally. We all look back to the one. Seeing, look to the one who is our great high priest, and hold fast that profession of faith. The Bible is not, cannot be tempted, but we are like as we are. Christ was tempted in all places are. Everything you've been tempted in, Christ was tempted in. That's what the Bible here says. Yet he, the end of verse 15, yet he was without sin. Jesus was tempted and never sinned. You can reach to him today. He's your great high priest. He's the one that is seated at the right hand of the Father. And just because He's there, He's not, listen, He's not begging the Father on our behalf. The Bible says He ever lived to make intercession. His his intercession for us is His presence at the right hand of the Father because His presence there, his, His eternal life there A life that will never die again is proof that He paid the price. He endured all temptations, never sinning, and He laid His life down to to, to forgive us of all our sin and to become our great high priest that could be touched with the feeling of all 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 our feelings of infirmities, he can be touched today. And I pray right now in the name of Jesus. That the very infirmities that we have, instead of wallowing in the mully grubs and having pity parties, we would begin to enter on into that rest, resting in the confidence and allowing with patience the fruit of this one who is the living word to, to, to become more to us and, and through us and uh, give us more of a determination not to be entangled in anything else except Him, all tied up in Him, waiting upon the Lord who will strengthen us. Wait upon the Lord, and He will strengthen you with wings as of eagles, hallelujah. To wait upon the Lord, that word is a Hebrew word that means to bind together by twisting. The only thing we need to be bound together in is the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. So trust in Him, call upon Him today, and whatever the struggle is, He already knows the temptation In that struggle. He already knows the temptation. He's been touched by it, but he overcame so that you could touch him and overcome as well through faith in him. God bless you. We love you. We praise God for you. Don't forget about the product offer we offer today. Go back to the first of the broadcast and listen to it for those of you that jumped in late. And we pray God pour his truth into your heart like never before, draw you closer than ever before, and show you the biggest picture of Jesus Christ and Him crucified than you've ever seen on this day. Hallelujah. And only increasing the knowledge of God's Son in our hearts in the days ahead. Praise God. And don't forget to sow into the ministry. It's not because we need it. It's because you need to be found sowing into good ground. And I praise God for all of you who have become partners with us, partners in publishing the truth of God's Word in its righteous context in these last days. Hallelujah. Thank you for helping us. You can do that at thecrosswaychurch.com. You can text the word GIVE to the number 903-231-5950. And don't forget to check out the store on the website. God bless you. We love you. Until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.